Hello and welcome to another Superhero Discussions. My name is Travis Hines, uh, Travis underscore 156 on Twitter. And I'm going to get into DC TV week 6. Uh, this week was pretty darn solid for a week of DC TV shows. And I'll start it off with Supergirl. Supergirl was good. Uh, there was some bit good and bad. But I'll really just uh, cut down the stuff that I enjoyed. Uh, I love the effect when the parasite would suck out uh, an alien and get his powers. I thought that was really cool, especially when Supergirl, when he touched Supergirl, and she started looking like a, a basically Man of Steel after the nuclear expl or BVS after the nuclear bomb that Superman prevents. Uh, well, Superman tries to get Doomsday get hit by. And you see Superman completely drained. I was kind of look, look just like that. So I thought that was really excellent. We finally get what the Colonel is. Which is super ignorant and racist. Uh, at the end. And I loved how Alex defended John. I thought that was wicked. Uh, I really didn't care much about Jensen. So like to see him go to the dark side. And then kill himself. Uh, I, it was like. Bleh. Seeing, like, Lena understand what happened with Ben. Uh, it was, I don't know. I'm just still out on this this season of Supergirl for now. Uh, the way that they're using Guardian, I'm really sad. Because they were going in a good direction with Guardian. It seems like they really scuttled on that. And that are just trying to make the face of the anti-alien. And I don't like that at all. I don't like not really enjoying it, but I'm just hoping it's going to turn around. I'm not going to stop watching it. Watch season four of Arrow and season four of Flash. So I'm sure I can get through this. It's not that I haven't enjoyed some parts of it. I just want to see more Guardian. I want to see them use them the way that they were at the end, tail end of season three. That elevator scene, I just still keep harping back to that. Uh, but we did get John Jones in a fedora. So, uh, we can just give a check mark on the episode because of that. <laughs> I'm liking that, and I'm thinking John is John is going to go back to like going to the private eye side of things. In the comics, he's been that and a police detective. But I want to say in the new, the new frontier, he was a detective. He was a private eye, and I really enjoyed that. And. In Smallville, he was a private eye as well, I'm pretty sure. I thought that was a good little touch, and hopefully we'll get going back to that. And also, Drunk Brainy is life. I really enjoyed that. So, yeah, Drunk Brainy. Supergirl, let's hope that you get back on a more solid footing for me going forward. I really think, also, one other thing, that the phone call he gets at the end, Age of Liberty, is Lex. I think Lex is behind the scenes pulling the strings with Agent Liberty and getting him to do everything for his, for his own gain. So, I wonder if that'll pan out or not. We'll see. John Cryer from Two and a Half Men is cast as Lex Luthor in this, so hopefully we'll get to see him soon. I'm not going to, like, I don't know either way if it's a good casting or not. We'll see. When I see him as Lex Luthor, I'll make a judgment then. But to some people that are just already dismissing him and saying how brutal it is, come on, give the guy a chance. Next we have Arrow, season seven, episode five. 
amazing, amazing, amazing. Really enjoyed this episode. Loved the callbacks. Loved both plot lines. Really enjoyed Laurel and Felicity working together. And Laurel and Don and Felicity working together. I, I like that. I even chuckled at the friend date joke that probably wasn't that good. But I still chuckled at it. The prison stuff, man. Oh, the prison stuff has been great this year, Brian. Episode 5 is still not out of jail. I love that. I was saying that I think it's going to take us right up to maybe the episode before the crossover. Before he gets out of jail. And maybe that'll be the case. As we see that by the end of this episode, they might have a way to get him out of this prison. Which is great. Uh, In the prison, however, we get to see Talia down in level 2 as well. She orchestrated everything to get Oliver down here to help her escape. It was just... Raj will be proud of the way that it was. And I'm loving them bringing these villains back. I think that it's just fantastic what they're doing. And I just love the relationship between Talia and Oliver. Especially after Oliver apologizes for killing Raj. You could see, like, Oliver, like, I was your student once. We need to trust each other. And the fight scenes were fantastic. Loved it. Loved how he used to train Hall of Guy back. Loved the one shot where you can tell Stephen Amell is doing some of the stunts. And the slam was very wrestling style as he's been known to dabble in the wrestling world. I like that. And also, we got a, we got another, well, kind of a callback. To me, it was to the second to the last, the penultimate episode of season three, or maybe season three finale, when he says, my name is Oliver Queen, like, my name is Oliver Queen! He kind of does the same thing here, when he says, inmate 4587, he says, my name is Oliver Queen, in a big, loud, scary, screamy voice. But I, I really enjoyed that. It was a good payoff, and them fighting all the guards, oh my god, especially the set, the last part where he lets Talia escape, and he fights the SWAT. You know, eventually he's gonna get overcome, but just the way he's taking out some with the, oh just just fantastic great scenes you can tell this is like they're putting great effort into this season so far and I'm really Ollie on it and at the end we get to see Diaz has Anatoly like he promised he would get revenge on whoever was the one was was the person that ratted him out at the end of last season so Anatoly is captured all his people are killed just gotta wonder how strong. Diaz is with the serum, like he never, we never got anything other than the serum helped Talia survive after the island, so, who knows, who knows how, how this is going to go down, is, is it, maybe this is the Mirakuru, who knows, um, there could be Slade's blood that they used to get that, like, get it from, maybe just Trace Mounts and Argus experimented on him when he was held in under the island, who knows. This, there's, Argus has not been on up and up lately so that is definitely a possibility for me and I'm just really excited for it going forward and I love seeing the Doctor get his comeuppance in the end from Talia uh, putting the cuff on him, shocking him once was a nice little touch, you knew she wasn't going to let him survive so I just thought that was great excellent on to The Flash season 5 episode 5 Oh man, the I got the willies watching this. So at some point, it was great effects for the villain. Uh, his, his name is escaping me right now, but all oh, the crunching and the crackling when he's 
getting upright and oh my god um, I loved Cecile giving all the uh, old memories uh, old memories and stories of uh, Iris to Nora and having it under disguise as telling her about Barry that that was a little good touch and showing her importance she's filling in for Joe as that uh, rack of the family role so I just thought that was great that was a great little way to utilize her the vill- uh, the story is a little like with the villain that was okay Barry tried to use it as a date more of an opportunity to get a couple dates in with Iris which you know multitasking speedster you gotta love it but the badass moment of the episode goes to Iris West diving off the building to unhook Barry from the meta cuffs, meta human cuffs, and allowing him to save him right in front of Nora, just as Nora's arriving. That, she, bravo, probably the most badass moment for any of the heroines of DCCW, well, the ones without powers anyway. I would call Iris a hero, even though she doesn't have powers and she's not in the field all the time, but she does risk her life from time to time and save a lot of people, so I must say I thought that was excellent. And props to her for not dropping the key. you got to have some solid hand-eye coordination to do that. And as we know, in other Earths, she is a cop, So and she wanted to be a cop in this Earth, but her father wouldn't allow it. So, you know, bravo, Iris. Bravo, Candace Patton. That you were great this episode. You've been great this season, especially with the conflict between ten, conflict and tension between you and Nora. It was nice to see them bond at the end and Barry hiding in the background listening. That was a good little touch. Uh, as for the Cisco storyline, I thought that was good. I, I like how his the touching of the dagger. It basically he can't use his powers without getting hurt now. So Cicada did get him in. In one sense, he can't be Vibe anymore. Well, for the time being, maybe until they get that dagger and study it. But I did like how... Uh, I liked how Caitlin was showing him that you can still be valuable. Dude, you were super smart. You've done a lot of things before you got this these powers. You built a coal gun that could stop Barry. Like, come on. But I didn't like how he just solved the satellite question that they've been having for the whole season in a matter of less than a minute got control of four satellites. So basically now they're four times as good as they were before. And why didn't you think about this before? I know that you've been going through a lot with your breakup and that, but you've been everyone's been complaining about not having satellites for four episodes. So um, I'm a little disappointed in that, but it was nice to see Cisco show his value to the team. And just a little other side note, Ralph. Ralph was good. Ralph has been a lot more serious this year than... Before, besides eating the bad guy in this one, or squatting him, uh, I am glad what they're doing with Ralph. They're showing the detective side, so I hope they keep that up, and I'm excited to see what it's like going forward. We haven't seen, we didn't get any cicada this episode, so I'm just going to take a shot in the dark and say that the next episode we'll get a nice few flashbacks of cicada and see what actually happened to him to drive him to this point. That would be my guess, anyway. Next is Black Lightning, and man, oh man, this was a very solid episode. Black Lightning has been great this season, 
And they haven't been getting the ratings that I would have hoped from what I've seen so far, which is a crime because arguably this is one of the better show DC TV shows. This is for two seasons now. This is fantastic. And the Book of Blood, uh, well, the chapter, the Book of Blood, chapter one, I think. I'm not sure exactly what the title is, but we know this is chapter one of the new book. I heard on the DC TV Squadcast Ray say that there's 16 episodes and they just finished one book of four episodes so he thinks that there'll be four books in four episodes and four episode installments which I think is spot on that was a great catch by him and that is definitely what they're doing here I'd say so we get the very action-packed start to this episode as people pull up they were told after it was government agents and took Gamby out, what they said. They were chasing, it was a good chase scene, shooting at his uh, flower shop vehicle that is definitely a lot more than what it meets the eye. I got a lot of Winter Soldier uh, vibes from Nick Fury being chased and the car talking to him, telling the integrity of the vehicle. I don't think Gamby's dead at all. As Jefferson said, his contingencies have contingencies. I assume he escaped just before he pulled or while he pulled the big turn to put her on her side. I don't think he's dead at all, but we shall see about that. And we've seen the effect that he, people thinking he was gone had on the rest of the family. It was really tough on them. Both girls, we see Jefferson break down with probably his most emotional uh, scene to date in the tailor shop at the end, returning the pocket watch saying he didn't want it because he didn't believe he was dead. And having Anissa just show up, he, he not knowing, thinking he was alone. That scene was very powerful for me, and I thought that was great. If you've lost anyone, you know that sometimes you have to hold it together for other people. But most times when you get by yourself, you can finally let it out. And that really hit home. It was a pretty, pretty solid scene. And Chris Williams, bravo. Your performance was great. And I just got to say, Tobias Whale is probably the best villain on DC TV right now. Very Kingpin-ish to me. Like, he controls so much, especially now that he's allowed to operate out in open. He has control of that. He It took him 30 seconds to get control of that man who said, I'm not doing any business with you, you don't have any control of me. Bam! He has, he has that much information. He's going to own Freeland probably by the end of this book. And I don't know what there is for Jefferson to do other than step outside the last step outside of what is right and right and actually put him down. And we know that Henderson's not going to like that. So, I just bravo to the actor playing Tobias Whale, Marvin Jones, I'm pretty sure his name is. It's just fantastic. And I implore you, if you're not watching Black Lightning, Please watch it because it's great and its numbers deserve to be a hell of a lot higher than what they are. And finally, for the end of the week, Titans, episode six, Jason Todd. And all I can say about this episode is wow. Titans, each episode has improved on the one before it, which is just a mark for me of a great show um, after a great start. I loved everything about Jason Todd as much as he loves everything about being Robin. He 
is just so happy to be Robin and beat up on bad guys and have a license to kick ass and be the number one ally to Batman. He says in this episode, Batman needs a Robin, which I thought was a great point. We also see him and Dick kind of bond a little bit, which I didn't know if that was going to happen right away. I thought Dick would be a lot more standoffish than what he was. But he, I think Dick sees someone that he can say, hey, dude, you got to get out now before you turn into me. But Jason Todd's like, dude, I want to turn into you and much worse. Like, I don't care. These bad guys deserve to be put down. And we get some great scenes with them talking back and forth. Uh, that banter about him being allowed to drive the Batmobile, that great, great, great uh, past clip of him in the Batcave, the Batmobile, very reminiscent of the Batman the Animated Series Batmobile. Oh my god, that was, I was just like, oh my god! Ah! This is amazing! I love that. I thought that was fantastic. They have Mr. Adams. They bring him back. Well, they bring him to the safe house. I love how Dick is... Like, he doesn't have authentication anymore to get in. Uh, nice little dig by Bruce. <laughs> and we could see that it, it, it hurt him. It hurt him. You could tell. He's starting to realize that Batman's moved on. And maybe he should too. And especially with what Jason Todd said soon in the end. But I'll get to that. So... We get the team come up to come up there, and I love when they look down in the camera, the security camera, and they're all there. Garrett, they're like smiling and waving, and Co- and Corey's being all cool, and Ray Raven's being all emo, like just suits her personality perfectly. And they get up there and they're asking him questions, and Jason Todd's loving it. Wants Bruce. He's only nineteen. We get confirmation that he's nineteen in this episode. Uh, the fight scenes were fantastic. I thought that Jason Todd fighting the the police officers was especially great. The way the moves he pulled, especially the, at the end, the I'll call it backbreaker, and that cop, oh my god, and Dick like flipping over and throwing him into the wall and getting really mad about it. And then you find Jason Todd cut to his core saying, like, you don't know who you are. I love kicking ass with Batman. Like, I effing love it love it and he's like you're going around saying I don't want to be Robin but you're carrying this case around all around the country and dress up as Robin like you don't know what you want and I think that the next episode is going to touch on that greatly and we'll probably have him getting rid of his Robin costume I'd say before the 10th episode he's going to start looking into something new which will be really great to see. Uh, I think we'll get the Nightwing costume before the end of the season, or I darn well hope so. That was fantastic. We have a lot, still a lot of questions about Dr. Adams, or Adamson, and I don't know. I assume we'll get answers to them in the next episode, but Jason Todd was fantastic for me. And the back and forth between him and Dick were great. I love seeing Dick's backstory too. I didn't even really touch on that. About uh, the circus, his circus family. And look, showing him what happens when you do get revenge. Like Batman, Batman has, that's one thing Batman doesn't do. He doesn't go over that line that Dick went over and let Buddy die. Batman don't do that. 
that's against this code. That's not what you should be doing. And Dick allows him to die, and his son gets revenge on him. Because the deal falls apart, and Dick couldn't realize, couldn't realize the lesson at the time of helping... Uh, if he would have allowed that deal to happen, would have helped more people. It would have been for the greater good, but Dick wanted his own personal vengeance, and that's what that caused. So I think that was a great little story to teach, great little lesson to teach Dick, and it showed us how he learned it. And I don't even think he's fully learned that lesson yet. I think that him remembering that, too, and him going through this again will help him learn that lesson. But Titans has just been fantastic. And Robin stuff is amazing. This is the live-action Robin that you want. This is the kind of stuff that you need. I'm raising my voice a little bit, but I'm so into this. Especially compared to the only other live-action Robin that we got was from Batman and Robin and Batman Forever. And I thought that was garbage. Garbage. And this, just great. Just great. Just great. Bravo to Titans. Bravo Jeff Johns. Bravo Greg Bertinelli. And bravo to the cast. This has been great. This is my favorite DC TV show so far. And I'm a gigantic Arrow fan, so this is saying something. This is the best DC TV show on right now. And the Americans are super lucky buggers, but don't worry. Netflix says they'll put it on when the next five episodes are finished. Or six, sorry. The next six episodes are done. So, it's not that much longer, just six weeks. Hold out. It'll be a great binge. It's basically a 12-hour long movie. So, I loved it. This week in DC TV was fantastic. I don't think there was any lulls minus Supergirl for me. But I'm still not into that one. I want The Guardian to be solved. And The Guardian problem to be solved and fixed. I want him in more. So, yeah. Everything great. I hope you guys enjoyed this episode. This is just a quick one. I've been swamped all week, so I'll try to get something. I'll try to separate Titans and and the DCCW next week. Hope you guys had a great weekend and a great week. Just cheers. Silly me. I forgot to include Legends in there. (laughs) That's not very good for me, but as I was saying before, I've been pretty swamped. So I'm just going to attach it to the end of the DC. TV segment I just did. I really enjoyed Legends, actually. I love the camp camp canceling thing. Look, the camp. Well, not even camp. The, the summer camp. Uh, anyone who's gone to summer camp uh, understands what it's all about. Or if you watch any old horror show shows or that American Wet Hot Summer Netflix special, you would get everything that they're putting down there. I love Constantine not wanting to dress up and then begrudgingly dressing up but wanting to keep his tie. thought that was great. I was a little sad when Ray was like, oh, we'd pick buddies, and here would be where where Nate would be like, yeah, and we'd high-five. I was like, oh, man, he's missing his best bro. And also, they haven't told Nate about the new Amaya yet, so I can't wait for that to happen. We And I also thought, they had me, but I thought it was that old lady, because, you know, you just had two of your counselors come to you and say, we're missing like four kids and you didn't seem to care one bit. I'm sorry, but I thought you were eating you, eating them because, you know, it seemed like any good 
person would mind that four kids have been missing, would be really worried, scared, panicked. Like, oh my god, we gotta find him. She didn't even seem to care one bit. So I honestly thought that she was the demon. But no, in- instead she was just a terrible person. <laughs> and she did kind of get get a nice smack for that. But we see that the guy is basically another Ray. Which was really good, cool. He was like a surfer. Like, he was looked like a surfer, bro. Uh, but he was right proper and right mannerly. It was really hilarious. And just a little side note, bravo for the casting and the act actresses who played young Sarah and young Ava. They were great. They they had their manuals and damn path. They were. I I assume they shadowed them for a while. They were just like them and giving Ava some real childhood memories was quite the little touch. And Legend is just super fun, and I'm really glad we get it. It's a great little treat amongst the other shows. So, that was my mini thoughts on Legends. And I'll be sure to include it in the next week's wrap-up.